This is Talk for Freedom, a podcast sharing the truths about human trafficking and highlighting those in the fight to end it. With your host, Cesar Lopez, with A21 Freedom Chasers, and Chuck Paul with Chuck Paul LLC. Welcome back to Talk for Freedom, everyone. We're so excited to be here uh, in person um, with Kayla and for her. We talked to her last year, what was going on during COVID, the impacts that it was having on her organization. And she's got a lot of new and exciting stuff. But Kayla, um, you also have some new people that have joined your team. So tell us a little bit about how things have been going since COVID started uh, and where you're at today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, first of all, for having us on today. Of course. And um, COVID was a really hard time for a lot of people in a, a, a number of different ways. And nonprofits were not the exception. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, a lot of nonprofits, you know, went under or weren't able to provide services. Um, we had to, you know, kind of shift gears and provide remote services for our clients. But thankfully, we we did receive um, a grant last year that enabled us to provide some online um, licensed professional counseling. As several of our clients, you know, most of us are dealing with mental health challenges, um, being in lockdown and not being able to be with our families and and have our normal routines um, or even work. And you know, so you think about how they average person was experiencing COVID and then mm. you think about someone who already is in an unstable um, situation yep. and how that's compounded with um, more violence in the home, less access to the outside world and less access to resources like food and shelter and emotional support. And so we were um, thankful to be able to do some door drops and drop off items, care packages with practical resources like diapers and um, HEB gift cards. That's great. Um, d- you know, just the basics and then as well as counseling uh, for those who wanted to, you know, kind of stay on top of their mental health and, and talk yeah. through the, the challenges that they were having. So that, yeah, COVID was a, a tough year. Uh, it also brought some really good things yeah. into the next year. And so I'm actually joined here by Taryn Tipton, who is our program manager. And we're really excited to have her on. She just came on in March of 2021. Wow. Um so COVID also gave us an opportunity to kind of reevaluate our programs and offerings as an organization and, and see how can we really best serve um, those that we want to reach out to and, and provide services to. And what's um, what, what are the greatest needs in our community and how can we kind of fill the gaps? Yeah. And with, you know, the help of Taryn and uh, our, our board and, you know, a great team, we've got a brand new team, a grant, brand new community center, which I'm sure we'll dive into and talk about that. Yeah. But um, we've been able to kind of shift, shift gears and now we're kind of ramping up um, back into in-person services, That's great. which have been, you know, lacking over the last year besides, you know, kind of touch and goes while COVID was really rampant. Yeah. Well, you're here, you made it out of COVID, right? Um, but you're right. I think, um, there was a lot going on in 2020. Um, physically people were struggling, um, with, uh, what was, you know, the needs and not having to be able to work and all that. And so I'm glad that you guys were able to come in and, and help, uh, families, help women that, that were in need. 
but then the mental aspect i think that was the one thing that people maybe weren't expecting out of 2020 right. um, that had a really big impact on people and so to be able to offer those services are are, are even more important um, but it sounds like you guys came out of it and you reevaluated a lot of things which a lot of people did in 2020 yeah um, you you reevaluated where you were and you were able to come out on the other side and even grow so we have Taryn here with us first time on the podcast um, and you're new to for her so Taryn tell us a little bit about what you're doing here at for her yeah sure so as the program manager I oversee the large-scale direction of our programs and then the implementation of those programs and then I also lead volunteer orientation recruitment and um, yeah, retention, and then direct our client interactions and experience. Wow, that's a that's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it's been really fun getting to work with Kayla and the rest of the staff here. We have such a great group of volunteers and clients. Yeah. So can you unpack a little bit about some of those um, duties that you have and tell us a little bit about since you started in March, what you've been able to do? Yeah. So when we started in March, Kayla and I really took a look at all of the programs that we had and we thought about where we wanted to go as an organization and how we could build, build on and kind of codify all of the great work that she's been doing and um, put that into a comprehensive program model where each program builds on you know the program that precedes it and so we we have a number of different programs that we yeah. offer our clients and so first of all we're continuing to do outreach to women where they live work and go to school so we'll, we'll have a number of partners in the community um, that will reach out to, to their clients and work with them and then mm-hmm. we'll continue going into um, sexually oriented businesses and reaching out to the women who work there from there we uh, invite them to her table which is a fun monthly meal um, and an opportunity for them to just have a, a free meal and get plugged into community. And then we also have Her Circle, which is a support group for women. Um, it's diverse. It's led by trained mm-hmm. volunteer advocates. And then we also offer one-on-one mentoring and life coaching for women who are ready to kind of take the next step in their journey. And then wow. here in the community center, we'll have a number of other workshops and community education opportunities. That's great. Yeah, it sounds like you have your hands full, but from what we've learned from For Her, you're right all the programs they're kind of woven into each other and so they kind of help each other support each other and it's awesome that you've been able to come on board and help kind of um, continue that work and even and and make it even better as well so you you, you mentioned uh, Kayla and even Taryn you mentioned the center so we're sitting in an office here in your brand new center Um, so tell us a little bit about what this means to you and and what you're doing here in in the community of San Antonio all right Uh, (laughs) (laughs) well um, I can tell you that right before um, COVID hit in March of 2020, I sat down with a wonderful group. Um, It was a entrepreneurial cohort Mm -hmm. that was hosted over at the Impact Guild in Midtown in San Antonio. And uh, the goal of this workshop and this cohort was to figure out, you know, how to to flush out you know, your your plans and your dreams for whatever idea, business, organization that you're running or, or thinking about doing. And of course, you know, I was going there with For Her in mind. And um, one of the prompts was to write out, you know, where do you want to be in three years? Mm-hmm. And I think it's very common in the nonprofit space to just be so busy and have your hand at the plow and your eyes on the work that you mm-hmm. don't really, you kind of forget to dream yeah. and forget to think about where you're, where you're going and what you want for the future beyond what you're doing right now because 
you know, often in this work, it's one crisis to the next for clients. And you can kind of take on um, those habits, too, as an organization and as a leader of, you know, not really thinking about your future too much because you just need to survive today. Mm -hmm. Um, So in that... um, and that cohort that I was a part of, you know, thinking about what, where do we want to be in three years? I knew what was in my heart and what I wanted, but I hadn't, hadn't really put it back on paper. Yeah. And that was to have a community center for women who were in recovery um, from sexual exploitation, trafficking, sexual trauma. And I just... I saw this place, you know, I just wanted to have a place, a central hub where women could just come, they could let down their guard, they could just be comfortable, you know, have rest, have a way to recharge, um, connect with other women and be encouraged. And, you know, we've been mobile for many years. Um, We've never had a space of our own. We've always been in borrowed space. And so I was like, you know what? I, you know, this is an ambitious goal. (laughs) I'm going to write it down. I want to have a community center in three years. Well, that became reality one year later. Um, Just over one year, we actually got to move in to the space. Um, But we, you know, signed the lease and did the paperwork uh, one year from, from that. And, you know, after a year like what we experienced in 2020, it it was nothing short of a miracle. And I I, I don't believe I can take credit for for it. Um, but I think that that's the importance of writing down your dreams and goals, yeah. and that's something that we do with our clients. And so organizationally, um, that's also something that we we want to live out. Yeah. And and we see the power of just writing down where you see yourself, where you want to be, and and shooting for that. And um, not being afraid to to aim high. Yeah. Um, I I think you know when you when you talk about um, deferred hope, you know mm-hmm. deferred hope makes the heart grow sick. And so many of the women that we've we work with have deferred hope because there's been um, challenges met, uh, unfulfilled promises of others. And a lot of a lot of trauma, a lot of struggle, and just never making it. And I, I think, you know, that's one thing that we should be leading in is, is in providing hope and a guide. And you know, even for myself, and saying like this was a goal of mine, yeah. and it was really scary to write down. But when I did, like there was power in that. And and so, anyways, sorry, I don't, that was kind of a segue <laughs> of that. No, but. I, I want to say without you know taking you out of your thought, that's like really powerful. And first of all, I want to say congratulations because you you wrote something down, um, and it's funny because it's so it's. It's what you were teaching everyone else to do. You know, you were teaching them to mm-hmm. write down their hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it's it, in a nonprofit world, in a, in a very service-oriented job, it's hard sometimes, right? You're, you're not, you're thinking about getting better and getting bigger, but you're thinking more about the other people that you're serving. And mm-hmm. so when you start thinking about you, your success becomes their success. And so it's, it's awesome and it's powerful that you kind of took it upon yourself to do what you were telling others to do, and that's what helped get you here and that's that's pretty awesome yeah yeah it's it's really exciting and and to see the space come together that you know it was literally you know we got to design the layout of the space and say you know where do we want the walls what do we want the space to be Mm um you know so when you when you come in you have a living room you're immediately greeted by a welcoming space that you can just sit and rest you know we have a little kitchenette so we're kind of meeting those immediate needs when someone comes in um, individually, but then you have, you know, the 
gathering room where we have, you know, meetings, we have dinners, um, we do our whiteboarding or planning sessions with our clients one-on-one to help them dream and plan for their future. That's this big board behind yeah. me is, is for that. Um, so, you know, the, the space itself was cool to, um, to plan out, you know, the layout, but then also like the aesthetics and the mm-hmm. feel of it. We want it to feel welcoming, inviting, not, um, I don't know. <laughs> we didn't no, want it to feel sense. stuffy or yeah. comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> we really wanted it to feel like a, a safe place where young women yep. could just come and be. Yeah, you know, feel they, at home in a way. Right, right. Yeah. We wanted it to, to feel like a place where they could relax, where they could have a cup of coffee with friends. Like, yeah. Yes, they can access support and resources here, but more than that, you know, they can study, they yeah. can They can yeah, chill. They can rest. Yeah. They can let their guard they down can have in a way, snack. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's really important. Um, I mean, that's what we do to our home, right? Mm-hmm. When we move into a home into a new place we want to make it feel comfortable for us and that's what you did you you did that for these women or anyone who's coming to the center so i think that's that's pretty awesome to be able to envision it you know write it down and then see it come through um i think that's that's pretty cool yeah and it's not without the support of amazing partners like a21 freedom chasers yeah and you know we've we've been so blessed um, to have a lot of the community rally around this and and support it, and um, with all the furniture that needed to be purchased. Um, I mean, we even had the cabinets and countertops donated. Yeah. Uh, we had a friend who plumbed the space, so we didn't have water, you know. <laughs> but now we do. Uh, so it was really a community effort, and it's you know for the community by the community, yep. and, and that's what for her is all about. It's it's more than just you know an organization. It's it's a mission statement. You know, I am for her. We are for the women in our community and we're for each other. Yeah. So thank you to everyone who has supported for her. Um, you know, the Freedom Chasers are always happy to support because we're in this fight together. Um, we know that people you're impacting, the same people that we're, we're trying to impact as well. And so that's what it's all about. And, um, you know, now we have this place that we can refer women to um, if we have someone that has reached out to us and our listeners can you know now they're learning about the center they've learned about for her and what you're doing they've learned a lot about you as well and your vision but now they they can also direct people here as well um, so have you had anyone come in yet and what what that's what has that been like yes uh, we have had some clients come in some women come in that were needing to access services and um, some were just really curious they wanted to come see the space that you know had heard about our new community center others were in crisis who needed help right then and there and you know just being able to say you know (laughs) instead of okay where are we going to meet them and what time is it going to be just having okay yes come right now you can come right here um that that's been a wonderful experience and being able to direct clients to services whether that's to our services or to other um agencies within our community Uh, we want this to be a space where you know women can access all of the different types of resources and, and just have someone walk them through the process you know it's it can be really scary and daunting when you're in a moment of crisis and um, there's 50 different decisions that need to be made and you can kind of get dis- decision fatigue Yeah. Um, and you just really want someone in it with you and it's not even that you can't necessarily access the resource yourself but maybe you don't know where to go or you don't know what's the best option and so we want we want to be experts also in knowing okay for this resource this is 
for this client. This is the best person to reach out to. And it's not just, okay, here's the phone number, you know, and then send them on their way, but we're going to, okay, let's, let's call them together. Okay. Let's fill out that application together. Um, so there's this aspect of, you know, helping, um, one another and, you know, going through the process together and making sure that a woman doesn't feel alone in her journey. Um, and cause that can be really scary when yeah. you don't have, you know, family or you don't have the resources. And, and that's really what the center is all about is providing that community support as well as the tangible resources. And we take for granted so often, um, when we come from maybe a more stable home life where mm-hmm. we have, we have, parents that are still present in our life for, you know, siblings, aunts, uncles, you know, a church family, we can take for granted what that means for someone who doesn't have those resources. And so this might be a lifeline for someone who doesn't, you know, wouldn't otherwise um, know where to go. Yeah, I think that's, that's huge. I mean, I, I think, like you said, something tangible makes a huge difference. Um, and being able to just tell someone, we're here, you know, we're here to support you. And I'm sure that throughout this journey, you're going to have some women who might just come and just need a place to relax for a couple of hours, mm-hmm. just to get away from, you know, whatever's yeah. going on in their lives, you know, um, and that you, you have that space now and you can do it. Um, so you've had a lot going on with, you know, this remind our viewers, our listeners, some of the, some, who, who do you currently serve and, and who, who can come to the center, whether it's uh, you or you want to talk to it? Yeah, sure. So our clients are primarily women who are aged 18 to 40, who live, work and go to school in San Antonio. Um, many of our clients have been trafficked or sexually exploited and mm-hmm. many either currently or in the past have worked in the sex industry. And so that is still our primary target audience as far as who our clients are. But we also serve women and youth who are at risk. So that could be teen mothers, foster youth who are aging out of the system, women who have been incarcerated, women who fall below the poverty line, survivors of domestic violence. Really, if if you are a woman who has been marginalized, you are welcome to come into our community center and find a place where you're going to be welcomed exactly as you are, however you're showing up. And is that uh, a woman with a family, a woman without a family? Is it open to everybody and anybody? Yeah, it's open to everybody. Awesome. Awesome. Do you see in the time that you've been serving our community, do you see um, men also being impacted by this or is it mainly women that you're that you're seeing? Um, we do serve mainly women, um, but regardless of whether someone kind of fits within, mm-hmm. um, you know, our, our primary focus, um, we will absolutely connect them with the right services. And in the past, we have had men who've reached out on behalf of a friend or their daughter who needs services. And so we are always willing to partner with men in this work of supporting women. That's good. That's good. And I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. There are men who care about women in their life and they want to get them help. Um, They may be afraid to call on their own. And so a man may reach out and, and ask for services. So that's great. So now that you have this new center, what are some things that you still need and how can people help? Well, we are getting our services off the ground. Um, so we are looking for um, for donations. Honestly, that's kind of our, our primary need right now. Most of the space is um, furnished. You know, we have a, f- mm-hmm. a few things we need to hang on the walls and things like that. But um, but mainly, um, you know, we're still financially recovering from COVID. Yeah. 
and you know we're we're kind of catching up from last year. We weren't able to throw our big gala or mm-hmm. um, you know several fundraisers that we have, and we depend on usually throughout the year. We were not able to to have last year, so we also um, brought on additional staff to help with the needs of our clients and and to you know be able to kind of take this to the next level and provide more services to more women. And so we are looking for funding to help support um, services mm-hmm. such as the her table, um, her circle, and uh, licensed professional counseling, the individual advocacy piece, all of this takes, hum- this is human resources. Yeah. This takes you know individuals who are gonna walk alongside these clients. And we do, um, we love that we have a good um, amount of you know, volunteers. We are looking for more volunteers to help mm-hmm. with that as well. Um, so I would say, yeah, those are kind of the two two biggest needs do you want to talk about well I I would say one of the most beautiful things that we've seen in opening this community center is that everybody has something to offer this organization I mean everybody can do this work of supporting and empowering women who've experienced trauma and so whether that is assembling Ikea furniture Mm -hmm. for our community center or hanging shelves or making little candles that we give out on outreach or walking um, really walking through life with a woman as her advocate every Everybody has something that they can contribute to this work. And so um, I would just say if if you have something to, to give, to give it willingly and freely. That's good. That's good. Because you're right. There are so many ways that people can help. Um, and sometimes we don't think about that. We're, we're thinking we're stuck in maybe one way. All I can do is right. donate funds. And, and someone may be listening and say, I don't have money to donate. Mm-hmm. But if you have time, if you have uh, a talent, you know, there's there's things that you can do. So tell us, where can they donate financially? Um, where can they maybe help you buy some of the stuff that you need? And if they do want to, you know, maybe come and assemble something or, or drop something off, how can they do that? Great. So they can donate at our website, which is IamForHer.org. That's I-A-M-F-O-R-H-E-R.org. Um, and if you go to the, our website, you can also see there's a little tab under Take Action that says Community Center Coming Soon. And you can see all of the services that we provide and the costs associated with those services. Um, we're actually in the process of launching a new website awesome. that's going to have a lot more detailed information. But that's something we want to, to have out there. We want people to know exactly when you give, this is what your money is going to. This is how much it actually costs. That's great. Um, so uh, the beginning of that is at least on this one little tab on our website site and um, they can see exactly what are still the needs for the community center and then what are still the needs as far as um, supporting services are. And then I would also say on the website, you can apply to volunteer. And then if you have any idea of a creative way that you could serve, Mm. whether that's assembling furniture or cooking dinner, you can just reach out to us via email and we'd be happy to plug anybody in. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, So they can go on your website. They can find ways to donate financially there. They can sign up to be a volunteer um, as well. Is there anything else that you want our our listeners to to know about what's going on with For Her? What are some things coming up um, that, that they can get excited about and maybe support as well? 
Absolutely. So we have our um, For Her Future non-Gala Gala coming okay. up on September 30th. That's going to be at the veranda in Castle Hills. We're really excited. This is our annual event that we have. It's going to be a big party. We're going to have a sip and shop happy hour where we're actually supporting other local female-owned um, businesses mm-hmm. who are makers, who create you know, lots of different things like candles and, you know, I don't know, yeah. think of something great. <laughs> It'll be there. Um, but we'll have vendors there. And this is a way for us to also say, you know, we are for her. Yeah. This is for all the the small businesses who have been impacted by COVID. We want to celebrate them and honor them and highlight them as well at our event. Um, so you'll have an opportunity to, to sip and shop. We'll have yeah. some drinks and, and some shopping. And then we'll also have, um, you know, dinner and a, a short program. Um, as well as uh, dancing and live jazz, swanky music (laughs) at the end. So it's going to be a really fun night. Um, We definitely encourage you to to come out. If you go to our website, there's more Mm -hmm. information right at the top of the webpage, um, the main webpage. You can check that out and see how you can be involved. Um, Also, we do these great events that are monthly called packing parties. Um, So if you would like to host one, sponsor one, join one, all of that is on our website as well. And that's where you can uh, come together and assemble these gifts that we give out on outreach. Um, You know, it's something I don't think that we talked about yet, but, um, you know, we deliver up to 200 um, packages or little gifts that have uh, a handmade, local handmade item in Mm -hmm. there if we can uh, swing it, as well as a um, little book that kind of provides us an access point to resources. And we give those out to uh, potential clients, women who are marginalized in our community where they live, work, and go to school. So you can always come in and jump in and that's an easy way to volunteer if you're like, oh, I'm not really ready for, you know, a long-term commitment yeah. to volunteering, but I want to just pop in. That's a great opportunity as well. That's great. So two exciting, or you mentioned two things, but the gala is exciting um, to be able to come up soon. Um, and so if one question regarding volunteers, if they sign up on your website, what can they expect as far as communication? Is it like an email or do you have a newsletter that goes out? What, what do you usually send out to the volunteers? Yeah. So generally, as soon as somebody applies to volunteer, I'll reach out to them directly and we'll set up a call just so we can get to know each other and we can tell them more about For Her and figure out where's the best place to get them plugged in. Cool. And then Kayla was talking about our non-gala gala. We yeah. also have our community center grand opening coming up oh. on August 12th. So if you're interested. That's, like the, the, that's the reason we're here. Yeah. Right? I know. <laughs> so I was wondering if we're going to talk about it. So if you want to come and see the space that we've been talking about, our community center grand opening is on August 12th at 530. And there's a Facebook event for that that you can find as well. And what's the location address if you want people to know where to come? It's 8546 Broadway, Suite 255. Okay. Yep. So, so it's just just outside Loop 410. Yeah, um, really easy to find. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. So grand opening August 12th, you said, right? 530. Yes, correct. Awesome. And it's open from 4 to 8, so if you can't come right at 530 when we do the ribbon cutting, feel free to come anytime between 4 and 8 p.m. Okay. And if they want to bring something, drop something off, um, you know, donate something, can they do that that day as well? Absolutely. Cool. You'll take anything, great. right? We will take anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's been really great having you guys come back and talk about the awesome things that are going on at For Her. 
we're excited to hear that you're growing your team, you're able to do more, um, but you also have this wonderful space where people can come, uh, women can come and take advantage of all the services and things that you offer. And uh, it's really nice. I'm, I'm sitting here in their office and I, I, I really like it. And so congratulations again. We're so excited for you guys. Um, and our volunteers, um, please, 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 our audience, please come and volunteer, donate, do what you can to make sure that for her succeeds because when they succeed again women other women in our community uh succeed as well and so uh, any last thoughts that you guys want to leave us with we're just really grateful um to be on here today and to be able to share about um what what's going on and just a reminder that everyone can be for her um so this is just showing up and being present in your own family's lives and and the women that are in your life um yeah Awesome. Well, they can find you at IamForHer.org. Yes. Um, and uh, you're on Instagram as well. Yes, uh, you're same on Facebook handle. as well. Same handle. I am for her. Awesome. Well, thank you to our audience, our listeners. We appreciate you. Don't forget to rate and comment. Let us know if you have anything new you want to hear at Talk for Freedom. And we're excited to have you out for our next episode.